despite it being a warm day, I'm clutching on to a cup of tea uh, as some sort of vague comfort in uh, the living nightmare that I'm going through at the moment. Uh, usually I have no idea until I put this episode up on to the website of what I'm going to call uh, each one. Uh, I think we can safely say I'm well aware of the title of this one. So, welcome to episode 63 of Mr. Burt Pods. It's not a relaxing summer, that's all I'm saying. We've gone from uh, the fence next door being fixed and replaced, because that was collapsing. Then we moved to our fence. Uh, then the other next door neighbours uh, are have had some steps replaced and are now having pond done. Uh, Obviously, the builders are still going, and um, just down below me, uh, and I can hear them, uh, they are replacing a broken drain cover. Now, all of this needs to be done, uh, so I'm not complaining about the fact people are doing things. I'm just saying it's all happening at once, and it's disturbing me quite badly. Um, In fact, yesterday was lovely, but yesterday was the first day where there was no noise, uh, until the evening when there was just this hideous whining, drilling, I don't know what it was, it went on for about an hour, absolutely no idea what it was or where it was coming from. Uh, I couldn't believe it. So um, it's a very traumatic, it's a very traumatic summer, actually, I was going to say week, it's not a week, it's a whole summer, it's been dreadful. And uh, added to that, uh, my other woe is I've pulled... Uh, I don't know when I did it. I think I must have done it on Thursday. I went shopping on Thursday and I always walk to the supermarket and back to get some exercise. Um, oh, the noise. Um, I, I, I've been trying to wait for a moment when there is no noise to record this and that's just never happened, so I'm just going to go ahead with it. Um, I'd be surprised if anybody walks up and down the road without ear muffs on, whatever you call it. What do you call them? Ear defenders. Um, surprisingly, that woman hasn't. Um, yes, so I'd gone to the shops and back and they were fine. And then I'd gone for a walk. I usually don't go for a second walk on Thursdays, but for some reason I did. And uh, my the cough, my back right, well, obviously my cough is at the back of my right leg, uh, started hurting and just got worse and worse. And by the time I got home, um, I, was, I wasn't struggling to walk, but it was uh, very painful. So... Um, I don't. I just somehow. I don't know when or where or how I did it. I pulled a muscle really badly in in my calf, or I pulled my calf muscle. Um, so I've been resting it, and then I think I went. I determined to get out for a walk on Friday, but I think I just walked too quickly, too far. So I took it easy on Saturday and Sunday, uh, and it's just it's nothing to complain about other than it's really frustrating. And I think when you can't, well, as I was saying to someone, it makes you appreciate what you can do when normally uh, you're not walking around with a pain. Um, And also the other thing was, though, that um, it's putting a strain on sort of the rest of my body because I'm trying to compensate for it because I can't walk normally. And it's just really tiring walking for that reason. So it just feels 
ridiculous that it's just a pulled muscle, but it's actually making, well, it's not making me miserable, that's an exaggeration, but it's just really, really frustrating. Um, just that one muscle being pulled. But anyway, life could be worse. Well, it couldn't actually, the noise is just appalling. Uh, so between the noise and my calf, I'm not very happy at the moment. Um, so what's been going on, I hear you ask. I do, well, obviously that's all going on. Uh, I do remember two Mr. Pods ago talking about something that wasn't resolved. And then I forgot to tell you the resolution last episode. I know there are people who must be, uh, well, they must probably just passed out. Because uh, nobody's actually commented on the fact that I didn't tell anybody the resolution. Um, anyway, the problem what Oh, so that was a cat on the lead. It was a dog. Uh, the problem was that woman has the bluest of blue saris on. It's a very lovely blue colour. It's a nice blue, 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 as opposed to that very yellow umbrella, which was a bit too much. Um, so, uh, where am I? Where was I? I can't remember what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Um... My week. Oh, yes. So, yes, I had this huge dilemma, hadn't I, about doing a course, uh, an Arvon course. So the dilemma went on and on and everyone was telling me to do it. And then I got more and more head about the whole thing. And I couldn't work out why I was being so um, indecisive about it. And I realised my indecisiveness. The problem was that I've basically sat at home, uh, seen practically no one since lockdown, which is well over a year now. And then I'm talking about in September going uh, to another part of the country, having to go on a train to get there, um, being tra <laughs> trapped. <laughs> I'm not going to be trapped there. <laughs> being on a residential course with, I think, uh, it isn't 15 people. I think they've got less people because of COVID rules. So, um, although that could all change after. I, see, I don't know what's going on. What's going on on the 21st? Nobody knows. Are we all just going to go madly back to normal or is everything going to sort of some, have some halfway house or who knows? So anyway, at the moment, it's they're saying 11 people. They may change that. Uh, I'm sort of hoping they don't change it because one of the reasons that swung me was if they've got lower numbers, you get a bathroom to yourself. You don't have to share one. So that did swing me. Uh, and also they've created more outdoor, outdoor areas because uh, of COVID. So that was another swinger. That's an unfortunate expression. And, um, but yes, that was the thing. I've gone from sort of seeing practically nobody to I'll be with uh, uh, a load of strangers in a part of the country I don't know, uh, in a building I'm not familiar with. Uh, I emailed, and I thought, well, I've just got to get over that. It's just ridiculous, otherwise you just end up not living your life. Uh, I emailed um, the people. Oh, that was the other thing. I then had another mini crisis about it. I had numerous mini crises about this. I saw that it was more for theatre makers. Uh, now, I think what the course is actually aimed, the people it's aimed at is writers who perform their own work, um, which the two uh, course leaders do. Uh, so then I had another little mini whirl over that one and uh, so I emailed them and I got such a lovely email from the woman back saying she'd uh, been she'd seen she'd see, overseen the course which they'd done online last year so this would be the first time they'd done it in person and she said it's just 
Fantastic. So uh, all my worries went out of the window, particularly when I found out I'd have a bathroom to myself. And um, I booked. So there we are. I did book. Uh, I'm really nervous about it, but I'm glad I've done it. So that's the main thing. I'm just not... And, oh, the other thing... <laughs> the other thing that... Oh, the noise has stopped. The other thing that swung me was there's... Uh, uh, you can... We have to pay for it in head, but ahead, but there's uh, basically lots to drink. <laughs> I can't get that. I don't actually drink very much at all. In fact, I went to the dentist... Um, I, 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 he said, do you drink? And I said, in moderation. And he said, uh, what, well, once a week? And I said, well, no, not even that. I mean, I, I did, because I don't drink at home. Not out of choice, not out of any moral or any, any other reason. I just don't. I don't know why. Um, but I drink quite a lot when I go out. And of course, I haven't been out for a rather long time. So, um, there's, uh, the, the thought of, uh, I can't get through it without drinking. Uh, if I can drink, I'll get more confident because um, I really hate being with people I don't know, which is all my problem. And it all came up in therapy, the reasons behind all this. And uh, I can I can deal with it. It's quite deep rooted. But um, so uh, there'll be a bar. No, there won't be a bar, but I think you can basically order. I'm just whittering, whittering on, aren't I? So basically you can pay and you can have drinks during the week and uh, I don't need to sink five bottles of wine but it'll just be nice to have the old glass of wine to make me a bit more chatty so that's all done um I'm gonna have to cut half of this out because it's just waffling on so that's that big news the other big news is um it is a bit spend 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 at the moment but I just thought uh so once in a lifetime um the flat might be falling no the flat's not falling down around my ears but it doesn't need a good decorate but i'm going to spend money on this so the other big news is i got i've always wanted to but I, i've got even more keen to do it um go to a falconry or something and fly well not fly them but have a big bird of prey uh handle a big bird of prey um and I've been looking where we're going in Wales, and there's a few places. Uh, they're all sort of private um, concerns, which I was a bit... Uh, and they've all got harrier hawks, and that's it. And I was a bit like... Mm. But, I mean, you know, it was all very fine and good. And then I suddenly came across... Sherlock came across... In fact, it's not that near where we are staying. It's gonna We're going to have to get up very early and drive over. But um, any of you who've been watching Spring Watch will probably know Yolo Williams, who is the one of the presenters. And he's basically doing a raptor day at this place. Uh, it's not a private sort of private business. It's, um, it's a place who are their main priority is conserving birds of prey. And for that reason, they have a lot of birds of prey, lots of owls, but lots of all sorts of different birds of prey from all over the world. Uh, which you can meet and greet and you'll be able to fly some of them and going to go out for a walk with Yolo and uh, see them in their natural habitat and they'll be in uh, um, he'll give an illustrated lecture at the end of the day uh, and also there's lunch in a hotel which I think is ham and chips and eggs and egg and chips uh, I think that's one of the options so um, I just got really excited about this uh, it's not cheap but um, I just thought I'll blow it for the. I really, really want to do this, and um, it's so. They had about six days 
and they're all booked up. And they only had one day, they'd added an, a new day and it was bang in the middle of our holiday. So I thought, well, let's just go for it. So we've gone for it. Um, and it's booked. I booked it within about half an hour of seeing the thing on the website. I did ring them up and uh, ask them a few questions and he was lovely, the man. He was obviously the man that runs it, I spoke to. So that's amazing. I mean, I'm so excited about that, I can't say. So we had dolphin watching last week, uh, last uh, year, and this holiday it's going to be flying golden eagles. Well, I'm not sure they've got golden eagles, actually, but they have got eagles. So um, I'm very excited. I'm actually calmed down. I'm just reaching for my tea. Uh, I've actually calmed down because the noise has stopped. Not for them. Oh, oh and there's the neighbour running. Oh, is he? Now, that's odd. I've got to talk to him, actually, because they've got an electric car, and we're thinking about um, you can rent an electric... Well, it's a sort of permanent rent. Well, no, it's not a permanent rent thing. You sort of pay money to have an electric car and the money is everything in so it's all your uh everything insurance and everything to do with the car it's all in um and the only thing you need to pay for is the electricity but then uh because basically we looked at the hire car for the holiday and we've left it too late and it that costs an absolute fortune and it's actually cheaper for it to for us to hire these an electric car and you can do it for a month or you can do it for as long as you want you can just stop it um but of course, I'm worried. <laughs> We're not going to get there on full charge. And where do you? St and of course, it's in Wales. I mean, there are places you can charge up. But uh, anyway, I'm going to ask the neighbours how they manage because we've actually got a charger in the road over. Just I can see it from here, which is great. But where we're staying, there isn't a charger near the cottage, so um, that's something to think about. Sips tea, and um, yeah, that was that. What else was I saying? Oh, it's because, it, anyway, he's running past, sweating profusely, and I don't know why, because he's uh, he lives two doors down, so maybe he's just running round and round and round his house, which is a bit strange. So, I'm sure he's having a lovely time. I could grab him on the way back when he's really, really out of breath and start asking him lots of questions. He's ever so nice. So, um, yeah, I can hear the work going on, lots of chatting going on. Uh, the pers people working down on the drain other people that put our fence up the fence uh, was a great success well no it was it caused more problems than uh, the man doing it thought it would be so it took a whole day it took longer than a day actually um so we paid some extra money which was fine but it's basically it's the same fence that he's it's such a well-made fence that it's not the fence that's gone it's the bit in the ground so basically he's put some concrete posts in and um, done some other bits and bobs hopefully saved the Acer because the Acer's in a beautiful pot and um, but the pot's only got one uh, hole at the bottom for drainage and Acer's I didn't realise have tap roots and which is basically one big root and the root had grown into the hole and the whole pot had become waterlogged so he's drilled a couple of holes in and hopefully the Acer which was my pride and joy uh, might be able to be rescued i don't know we'll see and he did some other bits and pieces and the garden looks fine i recommend some things i could do with it it's woodruff that's taken over the whole garden not fever view and uh, that's all marvelous i'm very pleased with the garden it's got a sort of semi-wilding rewilding look about it uh, so there are weeds if you want to call them weeds uh, somebody i know says a weed is a plant uh, in the wrong place or was that effect and partly my planting and it's just very green and quite calming and having said that i've been in it since the fence was done uh the birds are 
continuing to destroy the... They just come and sit and look at me now. If there's no food, uh, there's just these little beady eyes looking through the window, waiting for it. And then they fly off again. Cheeky little so-and-sos. Uh, what other big news have I got? I think that's all the big news. Um, I went to the dentist. That was all exciting. Um, very bitter. I mean, we used to have a witch. I mean, she was the witch as far as I was concerned. She uh, always told me I had problems with my teeth. Always overcharged me. She used to charge me 50 quid um, privately. And she knew I was National Health Service. And she never used to do it to uh, somebody else that went there as well. Uh, and then she used to, always used to, so I used to pay double what I was supposed to pay. And then she'd try and sell me all this rubbish on the way out. Uh, she'd always spent hours and hours cleaning my teeth, which I think is how she managed to bump the price up. Um, she was, I hate it, she was a witch. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, she went, thank goodness, and got an, another people came in absolutely lovely i have never once had a problem with having to pay privately they always just give me these the nhs form to sign. i mean i get bitter about paying the whole private thing only because of my age and the fact that you know when i was young the opticians and the dentists were all free blah 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 i know times have changed but um so you know they just give me the form to fill in and i pay my 23 pounds 50 whatever i can't remember what it is um and basically i hadn't been for a long time obviously because of lockdown so i thought my teeth would be i mean i used to go every six months with her and she used to spend you know about six hours getting and the thing is when she's getting the scale and everything off i cry i absolutely hate i can't this is my problem with the whole thing i hate hate having my teeth descaled and everything i just sit there weeping <laughs> it's really humiliating but i loathe it and i never used to it's something that has got worse as i've got older anyway uh, so I haven't been for a good, well, I don't know, probably 18 months. So I thought my teeth would be in a terrible condition. Um, and he said, if only everybody's teeth were like yours. I didn't need anything doing with it. He says, there's a tiny little bit of blood, which is nothing to worry about, quite normal. Uh, they don't need descaling. They don't need cleaning. They don't need polishing. Uh, just said, come back in six months' time. The only thing he said which did annoy me is I've got some fillings from when I was a child which are metal, and I think people don't like metal fillings anymore. It's all this aesthetic crap. So he said, did I want them changed so they were white? And I said, no. And he said, your teeth aren't straight on them. Does that bother you? And I went, I mean, they're not wonky, but, you know, they're not um, Love Island, smiley straight. And uh, I don't watch Love Island, and I don't know why I referenced it. Um, so uh, I said, no, because my teeth are so fine as far as I'm concerned. And that was that. Uh, I came out walking on air. I was very, very happy. So, uh, is anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Darren's been annoying me. Uh, honestly, he sent something through today. Uh, it came to. I, he claimed it was recycled packaging. It wasn't. Uh, it was basically an A4 envelope. Um, there was something moaned on the radio about envelope being the incorrect pronunciation for envelope. But I think envelope is just northern. Anyway, I say envelope. Um, it was an A4, uh, now what do you call, well, basically it had a compliment slip in it. So that's about a third of the size of an A4 and some, something else that was smaller than the compliment slip. So he basically had folded the A4, uh, which he said was recycled. I'm saying it was new, uh, in 
three three times into three sections to make it about the size of the complement slip. And then, I mean, to say that it was badly cut isn't even a good way of saying it. Had just, I think he just ripped it with his bare teeth or something, three bits of masking tape. Yeah, masking tape, that's why there was a pause there. So they weren't even neatly cut with a pair of scissors. They were just like wrenched open, like some dog had got them. Uh, and it was just appalling, uh, absolutely appalling. And then inside, because uh, something needed keeping straight, he just, instead of just putting a neat bit of card in, he just ripped this, <laughs> ripped this bit of cardboard um which is like that corrugated cardboard. He'd ripped it so badly that half of the one side had come off anyway, so you could see all the wiggly bit inside. It was, it was just shocking, absolute shocking. You know, for somebody that for somebody that can calls themselves a professional and a perfectionist, it was deeply shocking. Um, I haven't mentioned much about the road, but it's honestly been very quiet. I think everybody's just avoiding the area because of the noise. Um, so that's all that uh, television. We're still in, uh, well, I've got a long way to go with that. I've got 25 seasons of How to Get Away with Murder, which whenever I watch it, be like I've just put myself through a spin cycle in the washing machine. Uh, uh, comedies, Superstore, now my favourite. No, no, it's not my favourite comedy, but it is my one of my top favourite comedies. Superstore is very, very funny, set in the large supermarket, hypermarket in America. And I, partly the reason I like it is because it's quite black, humor um and it's very political and it's and and it's treating very serious issues with humor but oh my god the whole work situations there's people in that supermarket which is obviously based on the reality of working life in supermarkets in america is is shocking and i don't use that word lightly um and then new girl is still my one of my all-time ever oh my god God, that was a small dog. I thought that was a major dog fight going on. It was one tiny dog. Um, New Girl, I think, is still one of my all-time. It's up there with Golden Girls. I love New Girl so much. I just think it's great. Most episodes, I cry with laughter. At some point, some, someone will do or say something, and I will just cry. Um, I think it's um, I think it's an absolute masterclass of comedy writing, and the actors are just brilliant. Love it. I love it. I'm going to spend the rest of my life just re-watching New Girl episodes. And um, what else are we watching? Oh, we started with Oh, Lupin, which I really enjoyed the first series. It was quite, it was really exciting and lighthearted. Second series, we just started. It was so depressing. It was tragic and quite upsetting, to be honest. It was really unpleasant what happened at the end of the first episode really unpleasant and i don't know whether they're going to resolve it or not and if they don't resolve it it's going to be awful so um i'm not sure about that i had a i had another crisis actually because i was happily watching um which i watch most days little snips of um road trip antics road trip and i watched them on iplayer because i didn't record them and i suddenly saw uh available until five fifteen the day i was watching it so i had to do this mad panic um, binge watch of Antique Roads Trip uh, before they're all finished. I'm still panicking because the next one, the one I'm watching, finishes on Thursday. And I only ever usually watch about five or ten minutes every day before lunch. So that's been dreadful. Uh, anyway, nothing to see here is out. I'm on probation. Please feel free to download and listen. 
It's actually quite funny, this one. And, uh, well, they're all hilarious. And um, I think I've got nothing else to say. It looks like it's going to rain. Thank you for listening.